Hey everybody, time to talk all things Gator. We've got a special guest in today filling in for the missing Frank Frangie is one Jeff Prosser. Thank you. Uh, a lot of people talking about the last time I was on the podcast. You so. almost killed it. University I of did. Florida graduate, 1985. Thank you. I was 89. 89. Mm-hmm. I was 85. Yes, you were. Uh, Listen, you're, you're a lot older than me. We are counting down now to football. Uh, the Canes and the Gators uh, get things started on Aug 24. A couple things off, right off the rip about that. Uh, big excitement in this state, not necessarily nationally, but in this state uh, for that football game. Tickets in high demand, which is cool. Playing at a Camping World Stadium down in Orlando, which isn't exactly a huge venue. Probably could have played it, you know, here in Jacksonville. Had you know, ninety thousand people. It seems like. A lot of people like to see Miami and Florida. Uh, those of us our age remember the day when they played every year, and it was a lot of fun, a lot of talent on the fields, et cetera, et cetera. So now you've got Florida as the favorite and Miami with the new coach again and the program continuing to change over and them trying to find out a quarterback. Uh, Tate Martell has apparently just been awful. Well, that's – yeah. Uh, uh, again, I watched him on that Netflix show, and this is high school, so it's been a couple years. So, But he's not a great thrower of the football uh, we'll see what happens, whether it be Perry or or the other kid uh, starting a quarterback. Uh, I'm surprised Manny, that Manny the, Diaz and the, the, the Florida Miami game and rivalry isn't bigger to you than it is. I know that you like you would prefer they play Texas or Michigan or yes. someone else. I would prefer that they play. I would I would be fine if the Florida Gators opened the season every year with Miami and closed it with FSU every year. I always think as a kid, like I've always said this to you too. If I was a student student athlete at the University of Florida in whatever sport. Um, football, basketball, baseball. Like, we talk about it in baseball. For me, if I make the regional, I want to go play somewhere I haven't played. I want to take that trip. That's, that's fun for me. That's old uh, man talk, though. If you're it, a kid, I don't think you care if you I go to – kids like that. Here's, here's and one. as far as football, absolutely I want to play home and home with Texas. Absolutely I want to play home and home with Colorado. Absolutely I want to play home and home with Washington. I lo- yeah. I, yeah, I want to play. Different. I'd rather play as a fan. I'd rather play Miami. Now, yeah. part of it is probably this for me, Hick. I went to the University of Florida cold called. Mm-hmm. I was not a Gator fan growing up. I mm-hmm. had no ties to the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. My dad was Georgia Tech uh, grad, and so I didn't, you know, the only thing I had ingrained was to, to hell with Georgia. Mm-hmm. So uh, my very first year, I, to, in order to get all in, mm-hmm. uh, we piled into a 1966 Chevelle, me and my roommate, and mm-hmm. we drove from Gainesville to the Orange Bowl okay. to watch the Gators beat Vinny Testaverde, the defending champion, I believe they were, Miami Hurricanes at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was struck by so we go all the way down there, we beat this top flight team, and then as we're leaving the stadium in unison, it's great to be a Florida Gator. And I mm-hmm. thought to myself, oh, my God, did I pick the right place to come to school? <laughs> this is going to be fun. So I miss that, you know, yeah. that that's just for me personally, that yeah. is such an introduction well, I to, had to, to, yeah, I, I, to I, the fam. I James Jones and the great catch in the corner of the end zone and a uh, uh, lot of great memories with Florida and Miami, but I'm just talking about as far as making it more of a – Maybe more of a national brand. Is Florida? I like, is, I like playing other teams. Is Florida as big a boy in Miami as? Are they a bigger boy than Miami? In Miami? Yeah. Is the UF bigger than or are the Canes well, bigger? You know, again, I lived fandom. down there thirty years ago, but I would say, I would say it's probably no. I'd say Miami. And then not Florida. much Knowles, just pretty. You know, uh, there's a few, but yeah, yeah, I would say, I would say probably Miami, Florida, then FSU, okay. Florida. Is that the only, but every other major city it would be Florida. Yeah, but Florida for years, and and some might argue with me about that. By the way, for years and years, Florida did struggle 
uh, trying to establish that pipeline to Miami in, in terms yeah. of recruiting. No, I just mean like alums yeah, and yeah, yeah. fans. There's and... a lot of Gator fans down there. And and what, it, what, what the frustrating part of the recruiting is, is they were losing them to Miami years ago. Now they're losing them to Alabama, Alabama. and Clemson. Right. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the challenge that Dan Mullen and crew face. But that's for another time. Right now we're talking about this year, this game. Buzz out of Gainesville is really positive about Felipe Franks and the receivers and the offense. Again, to me, it still comes down to the offensive line. Uh, um, you know, Masters Forsyth and Heggie and Buchanan and they like those, uh, they like a couple of those freshmen that they get from uh, Sandalwood. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, he's running. They do have freshmen running true freshman second team. Yeah, so it's not a ton of depth. Yeah. You're going to have to grow up. You're going to grow up fast to play big boy football. That's for sure. Well, if you think about it, it took the last group, the last group of offensive linemen and they all graduated. Uh, it took them a couple years before they were any good. It's a tough spot, man. I, I remember I talked to Steve Spurrier. I asked him one time, uh, if what part of a team would you want to be veteran if you could only have one part, be veteran. He always said offensive line. He said the age difference on the lines are is big. When you're 22 and you're going up against an 18-year-old, there's a definite advantage. And you know, and, and it's funny, and and Steve would think that because Spurrier's worst year by record was mm-hmm. 1992, right? Mm-hmm. They went eight and five, which I believe was a the year they started Jason Odom and Reggie Green, true, true freshmen, freshmen yeah. at tackles that yeah. year. So it would make sense that um, but they did have Alabama on the ropes in that game. In the championship game, yeah, yeah they did. 28-21. Yeah, they, they certainly did. I'll tell you who else is guard. Shane threw the pick to Langham. Then they blamed Monte Duncan from St. Augustine, um, who you had a run-in with a few years ago. No, I, no you did. You came oh. across him, and I won 20 questions with one of the all-time greats. Yes. I mean, who comes up with Monte Duncan? Monty you know Duncan. who they like a lot down there, too, is the kid from Louisville. Yeah, Grenard. Yeah, as a, as a as, you know, as a rush in. They yes. like Moon, who had a foot injury a year ago. So yes. You know, I look. You you can go to any uh, any campus in the country, and the current D linemen are going to tell you how good the ends are, and right, and the receivers are going to tell you how good the DBs are, and the coaches are going to tell you how good the receivers are. So, yeah, you know, there's a bit of grain of salt here as we read practice reports and we get ready. But I, I do feel, you know, we talked about this even on the air one day, is that I, I do feel maybe as much like. The, the defense is as big a question mark as the offense as I have in a long time. And that, though, is with the, you know, with the qualifier that the offensive line, um, look, when you're facing teams like Georgia and Alabama and Texas A&M, LSU, those, those, are, those are grown men on those defensive lines. So yep. your, your point and your fear uh, to the line living up to it is valid. All right, this game uh, is a must win for Florida. Uh, you know, not so much for Miami. It's Manny Diaz's first game. He's doing his thing. Uh, you know, but Florida with the aspirations that they have, with the goals that they have, uh, a loss to Miami in Orlando would be devastating. Now, the only positive for that is they had that last year and still were able to rebound. Uh, you know, they lost to Kentucky in the swamp. This uh, would be worse. Uh, uh, you, you, you have to beat Miami, and you have to get off to a good start. Most people would tell you that in terms of if you were going to look at the three biggest games of the year, it would be Georgia, LSU, and Auburn. In fact, if the, you look at the ESPN, FBI, the the LSU game is a tougher winning percentage uh, to win than the Georgia game. So those three games would be the ones that stand out. And then you're counting on 
getting the job done in the other games, and, and, and that allows you Which to... Which includes Miami and FSU, two correct. rivals as big as any of those. Correct. And you have Kentucky and Missouri on the team who schedule who you lost to a year ago. So, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot, you know, it's, it's like every year, though. And again, it, it, when you're really good, it's not a tough schedule. When you're not sure, it, it, it can be daunting. So... Uh, I think it's I think it's an interesting uh, schedule, but I think it must set up with a W to start the season. I would agree one hundred percent. Yeah, especially because of the implications. Miami is expected to you know take a little bit to get their feet under them with a new quarterback and a new coach. Mm-hmm. Dan Mullen and the way this team surged at the end of the year have an expectation to continue right that run that they got on at the end of last year. And I will say this though, and think about Miami. They may not play a better, and this would include LSU and the others, they may not play a better front seven all year. Miami can play some defense. Their D linemen and their linebackers yeah. are are good players. So it, it, it's not going to be easy just to go out there and, and generate. Um, but the, the expectation for Florida as a top ten team, as a team that, that wants to think they can challenge Georgia and even compete for a playoff spot, mm-hmm. yeah, that all goes out the window if they you start from scratch with a loss to Miami. Not to mention the bragging. I mean, I um, I'm going to be sickened if they lose that game pick. I mean, Joe, you alone will be. Yes. Um, Joe, you is a caller in our Jacksonville radio market. Uh, Correct. Uh, it's good that that's the only place that yes. yeah, he exists. So anyway, that's uh, that's what's setting up for the Florida Gators. Again, the buzz early out of camp has uh, been positive, uh, but what do you expect it to be? I think there are um, there are there's a good feeling around the program right now. It's one that needs to continue. They've got to continue to recruit, obviously. Uh, we've had this discussion before, so we won't get into it, but the four and the five stars uh, have to come to Gainesville. They have to get after those guys, uh, and it'll be interesting to see what the 2020 class is because the 2019 class may affect them in 2022 or 2023. Yeah, Not uh, this year, but no. you're right. Uh, mo- moving forward, uh, you, you probably need to bounce back. And, again, if you're saying, what? I thought Florida had a good recruiting class. Well, they did until half of it disappeared. Yeah, they disappeared. So, anyway, that's a, a football talk. Do you? We have time here on the podcast to talk about uh, Pete Alonzo. So, would you like to talk about him at all? Well, he's uh, rapidly becoming maybe the best Gator baseball alum ever, and he's only been there for a year. I, honestly? I think it's over. Is it already? Who did we it's determine? Close. We went through this one day. Was it Robbie Thompson? Who did we end up yeah, with? Robbie Thompson and Wilkerson are your two guys. Ugh, that's not very rich. I mean, this guy's got. Eckstein, we said, you know, in, 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 World, World Series, Series MVP. MVP. And Robbie Thompson, a couple All-Star games, and that's about it. Uh, Robbie Thompson is in the San Francisco Giants Wall of Fame. Uh, well, is he really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, yeah, Alonzo's got 35 home runs at the time of this recording. Uh, and it seems to be coming out of a sort of a second-half slump. But, yeah, what a year he's he's put together uh, for the Mets. I think he's got 80 RBI. He's, he's going to hold every Met. Uh, How many home runs is he record. up to as, as we take? 35. Wow. 41 is the Met franchise record. Okay. And without think? without telling me, for that is um, – Yeah. Is that Strawberry? It's like Todd Hundley. And, yeah. Piazza. Juice and, ball. I think Straw I think Straw only hit 39. Yeah. Was his best. Uh, pretty close, though. Alonzo could get on a tear and hit 50, but we shall see. Uh, uh, we shall see about that. But anyway, yeah, uh, this is uh, all things Gator. We're talking a lot of football, college football, obviously, getting ready for Florida and Miami. And, man, I can't wait to get back to the Swamp. One other thing I want to mention, uh, uh, Edgar Thompson from the Orlando Sentinel talked to Scott Strickland about the facilities. They're trying to do it right, but it is a slow process. I think that process, I don't think it hurts Florida 
long-term. Obviously, he doesn't want to be hasty, his words, and I agree with him. He wants to do it right. I also agree with him. But uh, they're so far behind. Uh, this, is, this, is a, this is a 10-year deal. Not just the facilities, but the stadium as well. They're going to attack the swamp after they get everything built that they need to get built. You get the sense that as long as things are going straight, Dan Mullen be there for life. Yeah. Right. I mean, is there another job that you would aspire to? Uh, there's Plus no dream. NFL. Right. There's something. no dream. Job. Like uh, you know, Urban always had the. You know, we thought Notre Dame, but he always had something lingering yeah. out there. Spurrier, you always worried about him going to the NFL. Every year. that challenge. Every year. But with Mullen, you know, what what a big year it will be for him. I mean, I, I he can cement himself. It's a referendum year. It is. If you're going to be great, I yeah. think you went. 11 games this year, Dan. Yeah. If you're going to be good, you can win 9 or 10. If you're yeah. going to be a great coach, yeah. you have the elements in place down there to, to have a, a great year. The expectation at Florida is, uh, listen, it's, it's absurd in some respects, but what is a realistic expectation for the University of Florida football program in terms of the SEC? Should you win an SEC championship once every five years, once every 10 years? Should you be in Atlanta three out of six years? Uh, what is the expectation, for, uh, realistically, for the University of Florida football program when it comes to the Southeastern Conference? Your answer, please. Well, it, it's to win the SEC East every other year. Every other year. Win it five times in ten years. Five I and mean, ten. Okay. Well, the first, I would say each decade they have even gone past that. Okay. Right? So that that's, pace. That's, that's your realistic expectation. Yeah, for right. sure. Right. Now, with Nick Saban at Alabama and the way they're rolling and winning the SEC, you you know, it's going to it's gonna take, you know, mm-hmm. Bama not making it there. Right. <laughs> or or Florida improving a lot. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Florida did win back-to-back SEC East just a couple of years ago. So, in the, in the, in the, the division, while Georgia's up uh, as high as they've been in, in 30 years, mm-hmm. the rest of the division stinks, Dan. South Carolina never grew under Will Muschamp. They're sorrier than they were when he got there. Oh boy, I don't, right? Not that, but that's a... no. Kentucky is not good. Tennessee stays down. Yeah, you know. So the division is 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 easy to win now. Getting better, except for the except for Georgia. Georgia's better than they've been in in you know a lot of years. Georgia took advantage of the weekend SEC East. Yeah, uh, it'll be fun to watch it unfold. I think it's getting better. I think. Um, what do you think is? What is your? I like five out of ten to the Atlanta. Um, and 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 maybe yeah, two out of ten. Yeah, think, but that's only. Look, it's hard because when this whole thing started, that's the same expectation or uh, uh, at LSU, same a bigger expectation at Alabama, same expectation Auburn. now at Georgia, at Auburn. Those programs all have that, and those are five programs that we just mentioned. I think so. Yeah, you want to win, and what we and not coincidentally, except for Georgia, those are teams that have proven to win national titles. Have mm-hmm. done it. Mm-hmm. LSU, you know, a couple, Florida, a few. All right. Well, the clock is ticking. Uh, we've wrapped this up uh, nicely. Oh. It's, well, thank uh, you. Now, when, Gator, when do I get um, yes. compensated for this again? What, what's the pay schedule for the this? The pay schedule is submit. Is it a GoFundMe to the podcast listeners? No, 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 no. no. In a podcast, you simply submit uh, your your work. Okay. Uh, to And then the pod pays me? And then the uh, pod. The internet yeah, pays me. The pod pays you, depending okay. on the number of hits. Okay. So if you want to say something. What are we getting now? 10, 20 of these hits usually? Or? 10 to 20,000 hits oh. from what I understand. And it's a dollar a hit they pay us? It is uh, on the dollar. Okay, good. On the dollar. Nice. So it's I'll be expecting you know. ten to twenty dollars. Oh, not grand. Yes. Oh well, this will be my last Gators and, uh, oh, podcast. Yeah, okay. all things Gators. Then, if that's the case, you become I mean, too big of a talent. To well, no, I'm not. Podcast. No, I'm too small of a talent. That's why I need the cash. You need the cash money. Yeah. 
That's it. Go Gator. Peace.